0: Welcome to the Silver and Mature Womanpreneur Podcast, a podcast for and by women over 50, providing faith-building strategies for female entrepreneurs looking to achieve higher levels of productivity, capacity, and growth, where we strive to focus on God's agenda while building our businesses to serve our community with excellence. Welcome to the podcast.
1: To um you know being i mean how did this happen how did we wake up and we're in our you know 50s and and above um one of the things that has been so interesting to me i've been coaching now since 2010 um i've been a work from home mom now for holy cow getting close to 20 years um i guess i shouldn't call myself a work from home mom now it's an empty i have an empty nest although my Josie counts I think my puppy counts, mm-hmm. so um, so mm-hmm. I am a work-from-home mom. <laughs> um, you are. <laughs> but what ends up happening is, is you know, with age, you know, fingers crossed comes wisdom. And what I think has been so interesting is, is now being able to look back at those of us who are women, who are entrepreneurs, the journeys that we've been on, and how much we pile on ourselves, how um, – How society culturally being, you know, whether we fall into, you know, baby boomers or Gen X, how we have just been raised in an environment and in a society where we just did all the things. We just did all the things, and there was, a certain, there was a certain list of things that you needed to check off, you know, the, you know, get married and have kids and whatever, and, and it's, it's really interesting now in 2021 to look back and go, well, that was kind of a crock. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, it's interesting you say that because as you were saying that, I thought about, you know, the, the things that were ex- – expected of us so mm-hmm. you know growing up you know you go to you know you go to college you get a degree you work and then you retire from you know the company after 35 40 years 50 years or whatever you enter in retirement oh my and gosh then, right then, and there you go
1: <laughs> yeah and that just not only is it it not only is it not realistic but now it just isn't possible
0: absolutely absolutely yeah it just
1: isn't possible anymore which is why I love the fact that I'm seeing so many women um that are in their in their 40s 50s 60s they're becoming entrepreneurs for the very first time and it's so fun to watch and it's also fun to, I mean it's also fun to be a part of it
0: yeah and, and you know because I am watching the same thing and I know it isn't 50 like the new 40 or something like that? I don't know. Uh, you know what? You know, I'm 54, like
1: and I think it's the new 39, so there's that. Just, well, hey, look,
0: whatever. I am 62.
1: Yes, I am 62,
0: and I feel like it's the new 40, right? So There you go. <laughs> because I, and I don't know if, you know, growing up, I used to always think, and I know it change, it's changed now, the, the perception of, you know, when you are, you know, 50 and above the perception when I was coming up is like was like man they're old
1: (laughs) oh my gosh I remember when 30 was old what the heck was I thinking
0: (laughs) I know right and but I think the thing was you know of course not we live longer we are you know doing more things it's like we came to the realization that you know, life doesn't end after 50. You know, there's no, like you were saying, that's not even realistic to think that, you know, you can follow those steps and that'd be like the same result for everybody, right? Because everybody has their own different path and their own You know, desires, their own, you know, different careers and the way they want to do things. And quite honestly, some of us don't even realize it until our 50s. It's like, you know what? Oh, great. Not what I wanted to do
1: anyway, you know? I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up until I was 40. Actually, I take that back. I knew what I wanted to be when I grew up when I was 10, um, but, you know, the world let me know that that wasn't a possibility. And so waking up in my early 40s going, wait a minute, I can totally do that. Uh, people make good money for that. Let me, let me go do that now um, is, is really fun because I think that, we, again, like we were talking earlier, women, we're just checking the lists. We're just, we're checking, yeah. we're looking at the list going, okay, I did this, I did this, I did this, and then we're empty nesters, and it's like, well, wait a minute, now what? Right. You know, now what? Now what do I do? Yeah. And, and it's, it's been really fun to, to watch so many women jump into that, oh, well, you know what? I always wanted to do this. I got sidetracked. I have an amazing family. I have an amazing husband. I, you know, my life was amazing but now I want to go do yeah. this thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now, you just said something that kind of um, uh, prompted me to ask this question. So were you, did you always know, you said at 10, when you, you said you were at 10 years old when you knew what you wanted to do, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah how did you process that so you know how does that work when you don't get to do it so is it well let me ask it this way did you not get to do it did you lead into it you know how did that all kind of pan out pan out
1: well so so here's the reader's digest version is yeah when i was a little kid um you know what i had a youtube channel before there was youtube or the internet or anything um i i grew up with um, a mom who was always dragging me outside go play go get fresh air um i wanted to just read books and anytime that like i was in the tub or anything i can't believe i'm saying this on a podcast more than just my inner circle (laughs) are gonna hear this um i seriously would have like conversations like i mean Mm -hmm. like interview people that weren't there obviously because i was you know like seven in the bathtub Mm -hmm. but Mm-hmm. I, I had my own YouTube channel when I was seven, and what, what ended up happening from there, I used to line up all my dolls and tell them how important they were and how pretty they were and how smart they were and, you know, do, do things that a seven-year-old would do if they were coaching. And I was the only right brain kid in a left brain family. And so I grew up, I was raised in a left brain environment. And so I had to get good at things that were in my left brain now when you get good at stuff (laughs) then people keep (laughs) wanting you to do it so i mean i go into adulthood and then i am completely living as a left-brained person and i'm just not and the energy that that takes to maintain um is absolutely exhausting and so i i spent most of my growing up years checking the boxes I had a good job. I got married. I had kids. I followed the rules. I did what I was supposed to do, which by the time I was in my late 30s was so completely burnt out, I didn't even know which end was up. I had no idea who I was, much less what I was supposed to be doing. And and honestly, I don't think I'm the only one. I think a a lot of women are finding themselves, wait a minute, I'm a product of my environment, or I'm a product of my situation. I'm a product of, well, who who am I really?
0: Mm. Wow. I mean, does that kind of make
1: sense?
0: Yeah, it really does because, you know, even as I think about, you know, my, um, you know, growing up and everything. Now, I didn't have a YouTube channel, but I grew up as an only child, so I had to kind of entertain myself. Heck yeah. I got really good at it. <laughs> I, I got like. really good at it. Yeah. And so I, you know, um, I, I grew up as an only child. And I was raised by, you know, older parents. And so mm. there was a, you know, a little bit of, um, you know, lack of, you know, understanding in terms of, you know, what direction, you know, you should go and things like that because they, they were not educated you know, and things like that. And so I kind of found my own path, you know, and nothing, you know, against them. They, They still directed me with the best resources and knowledge and wisdom that they had. And so I kind of found my own path. And even when I think about some things, even, you know, today, I think about, wow, that's why I used to do that. Or that's why, you know, I'm so prone to do this. And, you know, things mm-hmm. like that. And so I kind of, you know, found my own path and, and and you know, just through God's guidance and, and everything, you know, it just really all worked out because we know um, that, you know, God will – it all works out, okay. And so – and I'm thankful, uh, uh, you know, for things, you know, turning out the way they did. I mean, it always, you know, could have been worse. And uh, but I really had I had a good upbringing. I had a good, you know, things worked out well. And um, yeah. And so I don't know exactly where I was going with that. But
1: anyway. Oh, that's okay. The strange thing, thing, thing is, is I always follow you, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I follow yeah. you and with me yeah. growing up, Aldrima, I grew up I mean, we my friends and I used to joke, I grew up and leave it to Beaverland. I mean, I had a wonderful childhood. I yeah. just was conditioned to be a left brain child. It it's it, yeah. it's not good or bad or right or wrong. It just is. And that's yeah. okay. Um yeah. but it's it really surprises me that um, so many of us truly just don't know how we're wired. And, and for me, and I suspect for many people, uh, you know, many of us, you know, especially, you know, women, once we hit that 40, 50 and up range is, is we have that moment of who am I really, you know, I've, I've yeah. been, I've been, again, you know, checking the boxes and doing the things, but yeah. every, what is it, 80,000 thoughts we have a day and, and 90% mm-hmm. of them are not our own.
0: Yeah, yeah, that is so, so very true. And yeah, yeah, um, that's a lot of thoughts.
1: <laughs> right? Even for me, that, and that's saying something. <laughs> yeah, and it's scary.
0: It's really scary if you think about it, you know, like yep. 80,000 thoughts. And so it, it's really uh, fascinating that, you know, since we have those, all of those thoughts, like, you know, uh, and we know that it's up to us to um, guide those thoughts. Do you believe that, or how do you feel about that?
1: You know, I totally, I, I totally agree. One thing that... Um, that has really benefited me was being able to understand that 90% of, of our thoughts are subconscious. So they're just back there running on autopilot. Um, and, you know, they show up for us every day as, you know, our comfort zone and our, our uh, self, uh, negative self-talk and our self-sabotage. And and, mm-hmm. and we, I think we just get to the point where we accept it as that's just normal and we actually can start listening to and believing, you know, some of the junk that goes on in our head. I mean, seriously, being, you know, in your 40s or 50s starting a brand new phase of your life, deciding that you want to, you know, whether you're, you've been in entrepreneurial uh, ventures before and you're starting something new or you're just, you're just doing something entrepreneurial for the very first time. Yeah. It's boy, all the yucky stuff is going to start showing up. Anything yucky that's mm-hmm. ever been stuck in your subconscious is going to rear its ugly head and ask you, <laughs> "What in the heck do you think you're doing?"
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that and is
1: so true. which makes the journey just you know all the much more bumpy, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah, it really is. I mean, you know, and I think I and I tell people, you know, for me, I I think I kind of found my stride uh, and my rhythm at a later time in my life, you know, like I got married mm-hmm. when I was 39, you know, and, you know, so mm-hmm. there, there were a lot of things that I'm actually still discovering about myself, you know. Um, one thing I, I, I know is that the entrepreneurial spirit has always been inside of me because I remember my first entrepreneurial endeavor, and I was in high school, you know, I used to sell mm-hmm. snacks to the kids, you know, before and after school, and I would just kind of throw a little sign in the window, you know, uh, now open, you know,
1: snacks I available, love it.
0: And they, and they would stop and buy their little snacks before school and after, you know. I and love it. So, uh, so that has always, you know, been there. So I, I understood later why it was, it never went away. You know what I mean? It just never went away. It was anytime mm-hmm. I was in corporate America or, you know, doing a job, it was like I was never settled on that. And so, you know, so it would always pop up, and I knew that I just had to kind of figure this thing out because I'm not going to be happy. So, yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, and the game changer for me really came, let's see, I'm 54. The game changer changer for me really showed up when um, I've always been obsessed with personality assessments. I just, they're fun, and they're engaging, and they're entertaining, and they, you know, they can tell you a lot. Um, I've always been kind of a brain geek um, from that, you know, from that perspective, and it wasn't until, oh gosh, uh, personality assessments have been a part of my coaching, gosh, for almost almost a decade now. Um, and mm-hmm. I remember going back and taking, you know, different assessments, and they always, you know, they always came back the same. They always came back the same. It wasn't until that I. Um, developed a relationship with with now my business partners uh, with Ideal Personality, Mm -hmm. Jamie and Marla Keller. Uh, We became fast friends when I moved to Idaho six years ago. And three years ago, I left the assessment. Um, I left that company that I was with um, for a long list of reasons, and decided I was going to actually start my own. And having conversations with Jamie and Marla, they already had one that they had been using as an onboarding tool for their coupleship clients. And the more we dug into it and had conversations, we decided this needed to, let's, let's shine a light on it. Let's bring it to life. The reason mm-hmm. it got me so excited was here I am, 51, 52 years old, and I had no idea what I was wired to do, mm-hmm. like no idea. I knew what I was good at, but I was exhausted. Mm-hmm. Um, I ah. was in full burn, I mean, full burnout mode. Like, for me, it was wow. full mental and physical fallout and having conversations. And, 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 I, and I think a lot of us in our 50s, we kind of get to that point of, okay, well, th- you know, this season is slowing down or is closing, whether it's, you know, we become empty nesters or, uh, a re- you know, an early retirement. or I mean, there are a million different things, you know, that, that can cause us mm-hmm. to shift, um, you know, a, a later in life marriage, a divorce, the whole, you know, big, mm-hmm. long list. And for me, it was, it was trying to peel back all the layers of why am I so tired? Why am I so, yeah? why am I just, why am I exhausted? Why do I feel like I'm 20, 30 years older than I know that I am? Why, what's going on here? And to be honest, I got sick and freaking tired of people telling me it was menopause. I just was done. I'm like, okay, I'm not blaming that on, I mean, can I get an Amen yeah yeah it's like would you just you know stop blaming everything on that there's regardless of where it came from, there's got to be a solution because I don't want to sit here you know with my little blanket on my lap, which ironically I am now, um but that's' cause I can that's' cause yes. I can um, and and just you know slowly you know trickle off into you know non existence it's like i got, I got ten grandkids I want to keep up with I have a business I'm running, I you know, we're empty nesters, I want to go do stuff. I you know, my husband and I got married almost sixteen years ago and we blended two families together. So we've never been alone. I'd like to enjoy some of that. Yeah. What blew my mind, Aldrema, what totally blew my mind was the fact that starting to have conversations with my now business partners and understanding what what a brain lead truly is and learning about how we're actually wired, that was one of the biggest shifts I ever made. One of the biggest shifts because most of us at some point in our lives live in survival mode. That's not always a bad thing, it can be, but survival mode is just you do what you gotta do when you gotta do it to get through a season. Mm -hmm. Here's what happens, what if we stay there?
0: Wow. Wow. What if we stay
1: there? That. What if, Yeah, and that, I'm sorry. That is so fascinating
0: to me because I remember when actually when I first met you, that is the exact conversation you were having with some with you know some of the ladies as we were standing um, around the counter in in Salt mm-hmm. Lake City, and so uh, you know I was like, man, she is really passionate about this
1: personality thing, <laughs> like. <laughs> I am. I am. Well, yeah, it's, you know, yeah. living it and living my life as a left brainer and then discovering that I'm like literally the polar opposite has completely changed everything. And, wow. and being able to sit down and think back, gosh, you know what, when I was a kid, I used to love this. Well, then why don't I still do yeah. it? I mean, really, the only difference between us now and us when we were kids is, you know, we're bigger. Really? Yeah. I mean, We've we got a lot of life and a lot of experience and we've grown families, et cetera, but we're still the same person. Yeah. So oh why do we God. feel that it's okay to get away from that? Let's get back to that. Let's let's show up in our in our businesses, let's show up in our lives, let's show up in our families the way that God designed us. And yeah. and let's get back to, you know, having fun and all of the wonderful things that come with that. I mean, I was in full-blown adrenal fatigue um, wow. and severe um, uh, clinical depression. Mm, and a good chunk of it was wow. the fact that I, I was burning myself out from the inside out.
0: <laughs> wow. Wow. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, like the mental energy management, mental energy management coaching and, you know, helping people to women to avoid burnout um, and the hamster wheel, and it, how does all of that stuff connect? Because oh my gosh, I, I, mean, I you know I love it. I mean, I like do we? I know we don't have time, you know, because I I know that if there there is a lot to that is what I'm saying, uh, but like a little snapshot, how does all of that connect?
1: Oh my gosh, well, and let's just be honest, Alderima, you you just know that I talk a lot, so you want to make sure that you know you keep me on time, right? <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Well, I mean, um, because,
0: because what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to come back. That's all. We're just going to have to come back because I know your passion for all of these things, and so we'll definitely, you know, come back and, you know, just kind of dive into some more, you know, about heck it. But yeah. I'm is. always
1: down yeah. for that. You know that, my friend.
0: Yeah, um, so yeah. how did
1: all this come about? You know, um, gosh. Um, I started let's see get off the damn hamster wheel has been around since 2010 and believe it or not yes that was a download from God Um, Mm -hmm. and it was so funny because I remember I had a a gal the spiritual mentor mine at the time and I kept telling her I can't say that I can't say get off the damn hamster wheel because at the time I really (laughs) wanted to connect with women in churches and she's Mm -hmm. like well it was given to you so what (laughs) So I was like, "Oh, okay, let's let's run with it because it's the truth. That's what Mm -hmm. it feels like." Mm -hmm. And um, we just we get so in the habit. It's it's the day in and the day out, and the lunches and the you know getting the kids ready and just all the things that we do, and we do it on autopilot. And we were not designed to live on autopilot. Yeah. And and I realized, and I so many women find themselves in this in this space and in this place of wait a minute, it's not just me no it's not just you honey it's all of us (laughs) it's all of us in some way (laughs) shape or form and so the program Mm -hmm. came around simply because um, when I left the career that I had been in previously I was really on fire for helping women build their businesses and and build their lives, build their businesses around their lives and not being focused on their business and then fitting their lives in the cracks. Um, And whether it was a nine to five, whether it was uh, building it, you know, their own business, whatever that looked like for them. And what I learned was we all have the same set of problems. We all have basically what boils down to four things that we struggle with, and so as my business evolved and, and the get off the damn hamster wheel program, the mental energy uh, in, mental energy management program, I should probably have you know a name for my business that I can actually say. <laughs> mental energy management program came about. It's gosh, it's been three three years now. Four, three years, four years. When did we first meet, honey? When was Sean's first retreat? Was, 2018? I want to say,
0: no, that was the second one, I think. I think That's the, the first one was in, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the first one was in 2017. Yeah, I, like maybe like the latter part. Yeah, it was in 2017. Was and it? Then oh, my gosh. The it second
1: just, one was, in, yeah, yeah. It just felt like yeah. it was yesterday, actually. But,
0: it um, yeah, it does
1: that was when the program actually launched of course mm-hmm. sean being my coach he, you know help right. me with all of that and he's phenomenal i just love him to mm-hmm. pieces and and what i what i discovered was that we're all in a different place of the same things and mm-hmm. so what started out how my pro, how my program started out and how it really started to dive into the mental energy is that's what everything boils down to If we don't know how we're actually wired, it takes 10 times more energy to live in a survival mode mental state than it does to just identify the traits and tendencies that come naturally to you, that energize you, that are fun for you, and then live within them. It doesn't mean you don't do the other things, but when you know what energizes you, what depletes you, how to restore and how to reserve your mental energy, where the mind goes, the body follows. If you can keep your mental energy in a space where it is renewable and restorable (laughs) and you're not like, you know, completely mentally blitzed out by the end of every single day, things change. Then all of the other things seem to come together. And the four areas where I saw that women struggled were Mm -hmm. as a part of that energy management, time management, Mm -hmm. boundaries, Mm -hmm. self-care, and then mindset. Obviously, oh. not in that, you know, not necessarily in that order. But those are the four areas that, regardless, all of us are having a struggle in. And the bottom line for me, every single little bit of research, clients I've worked with, my personal experiences, everything boiled down to, I'm overexerting myself mentally. Mm. So if I, can, if I can fix that, and it's not a quick fix, it's an ongoing fix, it's a, it's a level of awareness and, yeah. and being proactive, if I can do that, everything else gets so much simpler.
0: Mm. Wow.
1: And so, that, I mean, yeah, that's, that's what I'm on fire with. That's, that's, yeah, I want, that's what everybody needs yeah. to know. Is, that's where it starts.
0: Exactly. I mean, and I didn't mean to interrupt you, you know, I... I mean, I so agree with you, though. I mean, you know, of course, especially in the area, you know, time management and, and energy. I mean, everything that you said, you know, so, is, is so on point. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to get to one more, one more, maybe two more questions. Like, what would you say to your younger self if you had to speak to your younger self as an
1: entrepreneur? What would you say? Oh, my goodness. You should warn a girl. <laughs> I know. Wow. <laughs> um,
0: Is there, like, one thing, like, you know, for me, I, I think I would probably say, like, you know, Aldrema, it's going to be all right. It's going to be
1: okay. <laughs> I mean, it's um, that,
0: that simple, you know. So, yeah. So what would you say?
1: Um, You know, I think the one thing that I, if I could go back when I very first started this entrepreneurial journey, um, is I would tell myself, keep going, you're on the right path. You'll get Mm. there. You'll get there. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I felt it, and many entrepreneurs that you and I, actually, I think you and I had a conversation about this at one of the retreats, is Mm -hmm. sometimes it can feel like, you, you, it's like we have to keep starting we have to keep starting yeah. we have to keep starting and yeah. that's exhausting and yeah. and I and I think if we can allow ourselves as entrepreneurs especially at this stage in our life to look through the filter of instead of now I have to change, I have to change, I have to change or I need to start again, I need to start again, I need to start again. What if we just looked at it as an evolution? And it took me a yeah. long time to figure that out. I have been, I've, you know, I have had my own business and have been working from home since 2001, 2? Two? Wow. I don't remember. It's been a while. <laughs> Early 2000s. <laughs> so I think it's been 20 years actually. I think this year it was yeah. 20 years. Um, and, and just being able to look at everything as an evolution because i think about where i started and and i can probably easily handpick 15 to 20 different times along i'm actually drawing a timeline with my finger can you see that i don't know why i do that i can um, <laughs> you can see it can't you to where yes, you know from then it. until now 15 different points <laughs> along along the line of oh yeah i need to evolve there yeah the person yeah. i was when I got there wasn't the person that I needed to be to get me to the next point and then to the next point and to the next point. And I think we get stuck in the arrival part of entrepreneurship.
0: Wow. That, that is very, very powerful. Very powerful. Do
1: you have
0: like a couple of tips that you would want to share before we, as far as business entrepreneurship, I mean, you, what you have already shared is so powerful. I mean, I was thinking, well, what else can she share? You know, I mean, because
1: everything. <laughs> this is me. I talk to you all day long, girl. <laughs> right, right.
0: And so what are, like, you know, two or three tips, you know, for, for, for women over 50, what, you know, are some, you know, just some, a few tips in terms of it, if they're just entering that space at this time and they're over 50, what would you say? Ooh,
1: okay. So tip number one. For those of, for those of you entering entrepreneur, entre, man, that's a hard word for me today. Entrepreneurship, <laughs> good heavens! I should have had more coffee. <laughs> um, you know, at this point in your life, and and many people will tell you, you know, read all the books, watch the webinars, take the courses, and and I don't disagree with that, but I do want to let everybody know that ninety percent of those opportunities, while they're wonderful, they were written by, spoken by trained, uh, trained by somebody who is what we consider a director personality, which means there's the, they're a front left brain person. And that person says they're going to make a change and they do it. They don't need motivation. They are internally motivated. What happens is, especially as an entrepreneur, you're watching different courses and way to, way, ways to do different things. And you get all excited. And then something in the journey just falls out from underneath you and you think it's you it's not you what if you're wired differently than that director personality you can still do it you've just got to do it your way so be willing to find a way to do things your way the second Mm. thing that i would be that i would really really want to let new entrepreneurs um know is please just show up and do it ugly Please just mm-hmm. show up. We, people do not care what letters are behind your name. People do not care, you know, if you're wearing, you know, if you business on top and, you know, party on the bottom. They don't care if you wear yoga pants or your hair in a ponytail. They don't care. What they want is the real, raw, ugly, transparent, truthful you. And especially in this season of your life, you showing up as you with your unique experience will change lives. So just show up and be you. I guess those would be the two most powerful things that I well, would share. Let me share. tell you
0: something. That is, like, I'm just over here like, okay, where's the mic so I can drop it? Because. <laughs> I
1: love you. <laughs> because Boom. I'm
0: telling you, yeah, yeah. I mean, there is so much that you just said. It's, it's like, okay, so, man, unfortunately, we're going to have to, end it here, but I do want you to share how people can reach you, what do you have going on, because by the time this launches, um, you know, it'll be def- it definitely will be important that people can reach you and just kind of share what you got going on that, you know, you may have some, some way of, you know, people, um, you know, connecting with you, you may
1: have a program going on right now
0: or whatever it
1: is. What you got, oh my gosh! So many things, so many things. Uh, you know, first thing I would really encourage—I would really encourage everybody. I've, I've got a free group on Facebook. It's called "Get Off the Damn Hamster Wheel." Would love to have you be a part of that. Um, tips, trip, mm-hmm. tricks, insights, uh, and a little bit of encouragement and cheerleading along the way uh, when it comes to those things that trip us up, the things that lead us to burnout. Again, you know, boundaries, self-care, mindset, and time and energy management. So that would be the first thing. Just jump in the free group, enjoy it, engage. I, I'm live in there, do some trainings. It's great. It's fun. We have a great uh, group of people in there. Um, and the second thing is, and you can find this in, uh, in the free group, is a link to take the burnout barometer. The burnout mm-hmm. barometer is going to give you some insight as to where your current energy levels are and how close to burnout could you potentially be, and what can you do about it? So, um, which will, you know, hopefully let's just get on a Zoom and let me just talk to you. Let me give you some advice and some insights, and let's talk. That's my favorite thing to do is to just get to meet people face-to-face and, and uh, see how I can help. So that would be the best way for people to get a hold of me. I'm not a formal website fancy person. I'm just, hey, come, come hang out with me on Facebook.
0: And that is true. That is very, very true. Um, I mean, you, it's, it's like the person that you hear, those of you that will be listening, the person that you hear right now is the person that you will meet. You're very consistent, and I love that. I love that. Oh, thank so, you, yeah. You're just so stinking yeah.
1: cute. Yeah. <laughs> you knew it. we were not well, going to go this whole time without me telling you how stinking cute you are. Of course not. Of course not.
0: <laughs> well, Krista, there. this has been such a joy and an honor and a pleasure uh, talking with you. All of the information will be in the show notes in terms of, you know, the links and things like that when, um, where people can reach you and connect with you and things like that. So
1: Fantastic. Um,
0: I am so so very excited. Thank you so much for um, coming to join me on this podcast. And I know you will get another opportunity to kind of continue. There will be a part two and a part three and whatever,
1: right? Oh, my gosh, I would love it. And, oh, my gosh, sweetie, the honor and the, the, honor and the pleasure has been all mine. Thank you so, so much for letting me come and hang out in your space. I just I love you to pieces and I want to support anything that you've got your hands on, because I know it's going to be great. Mm,
0: thank you so much. I really welcome, appreciate sweetheart. that. Hi, this is Al Dreamer Harper, and thank you for listening to the podcast. I hope you got value for where you are in your entrepreneurial endeavor. And if you'd like to know more about how I can further serve you, simply go to coachdreamer.com. Again, That's CoachDreamer.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Have an amazing day.